What is R4407CP? Is it the identifier number on the tail section of an aircraft? Well, perhaps. Or is it something that will benefit the ambulance industry in the upcoming year? We're going to find out in today's QMC EMS Morning Collar Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the QMC Board and Collar. News and thought-provoking discussion for today's emergency medical service professional. The Board and Collar Podcast Series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's Board and Collar Podcast from QMC's business development team, Chuck Humphrey. So what is R4407CP? No, it is not the identifier number on the tail section of your favorite aircraft. Great guess. Sorry, wrong answer. What R4407CP really is, is the change request transmittal number, which was released just a few days ago, announcing the ambulance inflation factor, or the AIF, for 2020. The AIF is an important piece of the formula used to calculate the new National Medicare Ambulance Fee Schedule for allowance payments for ambulance services provided to Medicare patients. Let's take a step back and look first at how the AIF is calculated. Two factors combine to arrive at the annual ambulance adjustment factor. The first element of the calculation is the consumer price index for all urban consumers or the CPIU. And this is a 12 month calculation for the period ending in June of the previous year. Once that value is recognized, it is offset by a productivity adjustment, which is equal to production on a 10-year moving average with the calculation beginning January 1st of 2011, moving forward until this present time. This is called the Multi-Factor Productivity Adjustment, or the MFP. So the resulting formula to calculate and arrive at the AIF is the CPIU less the MFP, which equals the AIF. Now, what exactly is the CPIU? Let's take a look. The CPIU, or the Consumer Price Index, for all urban consumers is the statistical metric developed by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics used to monitor the change in the cost of a set list of products. Simply put, it is an inflation pseudo-tracking device. While not directly measuring inflation, the value gives the federal government a good idea of whether the nation is in a period of inflation or deflation, and it predicts the severity of the upcoming trends. To get there, government statisticians use a cross-section of eight major groups across 200 different types of goods to arrive at the CPIU factor. Those eight major groups of costs include food and beverages, housing, apparel, transportation, medical care, recreation, 
education and communication and a category that kind of acts as a catch-all, which is labeled other goods and services. And the examples provided for this category were tobacco and smoking products, personal care products, and services, such as hair care, and believe it or not, even funeral expenses factor in. By monitoring the fluctuations in the prices that urban dwellers pay to purchase a set quote-unquote basket of goods, the government can effectively track the cost of living for people living in these statistical areas. And since urban consumers represent approximately 80% of the population in the United States, the CPIU is a very good barometer to gauge relative costs. So what's the MFP? The MFP, or the Multi-Factor Productivity Adjustment, measures changes in output per unit of combined inputs. Output of combined input? Oh, how's that for government speak? Anyway, indices of MFP adjustment are produced in the United States for private business, private non-farm business, and manufacturing sectors of the economy. For our purposes, the private non-farm business MFP values are used for the purpose of calculating the AIF. So multi-factor productivity measurements reflect the joint effects of many variables, and these include new technologies, economies of scale, managerial skills and changes in the organization of production, and in other words, the government recognizes the result of inflation on the ambulance industry for sure, and they recognize associated rising costs. But they also believe that we tend to become smarter and work more efficiently over time. And therefore, because we're more efficient, this offsets some of the impact of inflation. The government bean counters theorize that we don't need as many extra dollars to cover inflation as inflation factor may initially indicate in order to balance our books. And because we're more efficient and we constantly build efficiency into our EMS systems, the CPIU should be offset by a factor which calculates efficiency into the equation. Now let's see how all this works for 2020. The year 2020 is coming. So the CPIU has been calculated at a value of 1.6%. Keep in mind, this is less than last year's value of 2.9%. And that's a reflection of slower inflation over the past year. The MFP has ticked up by 0.1% rising from last year's value of 0.6% to 0.7%. Now, if we take these two numbers and apply it to the formula, the numbers compute as follows. We have a CPIU of 1.6%, to which we offset by subtracting the MFP, which is 0.7%, and we arrive at the 2020 ambulance inflation factor, which will be calculated at 
It's great to hear that the ambulance industry will benefit from a positive gain, although it is quite small. Now that the AIF has been announced, our industry will look forward to the final National Medicare Ambulance Fee Schedule allowances to be released using a vehicle called the Public Use File or the PUF. Now, lay wisdom would say, okay, we're going to get nine-tenths of a percent more dollars. Well, that's not quite exactly correct. The final payment amounts won't be known until all the calculations are completed and the PUF is released. For example, we know pretty much that the relative value units in the calculation of the fee schedule will remain unchanged, and that's been the case since 2002. However, there often are changes in what's called the geographic practice cost indices, or the GPCIs, which are regional adjustments that vary from year to year. The AIF and the GPCI combine together with the relative value units in arriving at the final Medicare ambulance fee schedule numbers. We'll look forward to seeing those when the PUF is released later this year. Well, folks, that's all we have for now. Uh, thank you for listening to this edition of the QMC EMS Morning Collar. Uh, be sure to stay tuned and check us out. Uh, there are other podcasts which are saved and available at your favorite podcast channel location. For now, this is Chuck Humphrey from the business development team. When you're out in the field, take great care and remember, hey, just be safe out there. <music>